Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Monday, October 9th, 2023. Today's poem is by J.R.R. Tolkien, and it's called The Tale of Tenuviel, uh, in shortened form anyway, uh, as told by Aragorn in The Fellowship of the Ring. It's a little long, so I'll read it a little quickly, uh, offer a brief remark, and then read it again. The leaves were long, the grass was green, the hemlock umbles tall and fair, and in the glade a light was seen of stars and shadow shimmering. Tenuviel was dancing there to music of a pipe unseen, and light of stars was in her hair and in her raiment glimmering. There Baron came from mountains cold, and lost he wandered under leaves, and where the elven river rolled he walked alone and sorrowing. He peered between the hemlock leaves and saw in wonder flowers of gold upon her mantle and her sleeves and her hair like shadow following. Enchantment healed his weary feet that over hills were doomed to roam, and forth he hastened strong and fleet and grasped at moonbeams glistening. Through woven woods and elven home, she lightly fled on dancing feet, and left him lonely still to roam in the silent forest, listening. He heard there oft the flying sounds of feet as light as linden leaves, or music welling underground in hidden hollows quavering. Now withered lay the hemlock sheaves, and one by one, with sighing sound, whispering fell the beechen leaves in the wintry woodland wavering. He sought her ever, wandering far, where leaves of years were thickly strewn, by light of moon and ray of star in frosty heavens shivering. Her mantle glinted in the moon, as on a hilltop high and far she danced, and at her feet was strewn a mist of silver quivering. When winter passed, she came again, and her song released the sudden spring, like rising lark and falling rain and melting water bubbling. He saw the elven flowers spring about her feet, and healed again he longed by her to dance and sing upon the grass untroubling. Again she fled, but swift he came. Tenuviel, Tenuviel, he called her by her elvish name, and there she halted listening. One moment stood she, and a spell his voice laid on her. Baron came, and doom fell on Tenuviel, that in his arms lay glistening. As Baron looked into her eyes within the shadows of her hair, the trembling starlight of the skies he saw there mirrored shimmering. Tenuviel, the elven fair, immortal maiden, elven wise, about him cast her shadowy hair and arms like silver glimmering. Long was the way that fate them bore, o'er stony mountains cold and gray, through halls of iron and darkling door, and woods of nightshade moralless. Sundering seas between them lay, and yet at last they met once more, and long ago they passed away in the forest singing sorrowless. If you are a lover of J.R.R. Tolkien and his works, not a uh, a nerd 
we're not going to use that word here. <laughs> but if to you that seems like the right word, then then just imagine that I use that word. But if that describes you, you may already know that uh, Tolkien, throughout the Lord of the Rings, has his characters make reference to our modern calendar. Uh, and therefore, uh, you can make a kind of yearly observance of significant events that take place in the Lord of the Rings. And the fall is uh, particularly rich with these kinds of events. Um, a few weeks back, uh, it was the birthday of Bilbo and Frodo Baggins. Last week, October 6th, was the the anniversary of Frodo's wounding upon Weathertop by the Witch King. And uh, I chose this poem in honor of that uh, occasion because it's uh, just, just before that uh, climactic event that Aragorn uh, sings this song or recites this poem to the fellowship uh, or to the, the hobbits, I guess they aren't the fellowship yet. Uh, and as a way of prefacing his poem, he utters one of the, one of the great lines in, in all of the Lord of the Rings. He says, I will tell you the tale of Tenuviel in brief, for it is a long tale of which the end is not known. It is a fair tale, though it is sad, as are all the tales of Middle-earth, and yet it may lift up your hearts. And I love that line because I think it gets at the heart of pretty much everything that Tolkien believes, the way that Tolkien sort of understands the cosmos uh, and the uh, the estate of mortal existence. Uh, this is also known as the the poem or the uh, the tale of uh, Baron and Luthien. Tenuviel is Luthien's elven name. This was a story that Tolkien conceived early on, long before he had, uh, before the entirety of the Lord of the Rings had taken shape in his head, uh, and a story that came to be very important to him, so much so that the graves uh, of his wife uh, and himself bear the names Baron and Luthien. It's a story about sadness and longing and loss that ends with uh, reunification and uh, a sorrowless, unending joy and unity. Uh, so the tale is one of uh, Baron, uh, this man falling in love with uh, the beautiful elven uh, princess Luthien or Tenuviel and uh, pursuing her, longing for her, being healed by the sight and sound of her, uh, but struggling to catch her, sometimes literally. She frolics through the forest as I guess elven maidens are wont to do. Uh, finally, he he does catch up with her and just as he had fallen under her spell, uh, his look and his voice uh, cast a spell upon her. Tolkien says, uh, doom fell on her when she heard his voice. Doom here uh, is a little bit richer than the way that we usually use the word to mean uh, just something bad. Doom, uh, the way Tolkien uses it, uh, has a weight to it, but it's more like fate. She became uh, entangled with Baron. Their fates became intertwined. 
but then they're separated again for uh, a long time. And yet, at last, in fact, Tolkien here, or Aragorn at least, glosses over the, the worst parts of their story, <laughs> the most sad and harrowing, uh, to come back to the part that is most important, the part that he says may lift uh, their spirits. They are reunited, and yet at last they met once more, and long ago they passed away in the forest singing sorrowless. And for Tolkien, I think this conclusion is inevitable. Uh, he's very much a believer in eucatastrophe, the sort of unexpected but <laughs> relied upon happy ending to all of uh, the cosmic travail of uh, history and human experience. Uh, to live, uh, as Tolkien says elsewhere, is to fight the long defeat or to suffer the long defeat, but it's a defeat that gives way to victory in the end. There are no, well, that's maybe not fair, but this is epic verse. It's not meant to be as pithy or catchy as shorter lyric verse. Uh, there are fewer killer lines. People tend to read epic poetry and be disappointed. And the same thing happens when people read Dante and be disappointed when uh, there aren't great quotable lines jumping out all over the place. Maybe Milton suffers from the same thing. Uh, but the the goal and the point in epic poetry is more for um, a cumulative total tonnage kind of effect. So uh, don't don't inspect particular lines or individual lines. Let the whole thing sweep you up and wash over you. Here it is one more time. The leaves were long, the grass was green, the hemlock umbles tall and fair, and in the glade a light was seen of stars and shadows shimmering. Tenuviel was dancing there, to music of a pipe unseen, and light of stars was in her hair and in her raiment glimmering. There Baron came from mountains cold, and lost he wandered under leaves, and where the elven river rolled he walked alone and sorrowing. He peered between the hemlock leaves and saw in wonder flowers of gold upon her mantle and her sleeves and her hair like shadow following. Enchantment healed his weary feet that over hills were doomed to roam, and forth he hastened strong and fleet and grasped at moonbeams glistening. Through woven woods and elven home she lightly fled on dancing feet and left him lonely still to roam in the silent forest listening. He heard there oft the flying sounds of feet as light as linden leaves, or music welling underground in hidden hollows quavering. Now withered lay the hemlock sheaves, and one by one with sighing sound, whispering fell the beechen leaves in the wintry woodland wavering. He sought her ever, wandering far, where leaves of years were thickly strewn, thy light of moon and ray of star in frosty heavens shivering. Her mantle glinted in the moon, as on a hilltop high and far she danced, and at her feet was strewn a mist of silver quivering. When winter passed, she came again, and her song released the sudden spring, like rising lark and falling rain and melting water bubbling. And he saw the elven flowers spring about her feet, and healed again he longed by her to dance and sing upon the grass untroubling. 
Again she fled, but swift he came. Tenuviel, Tenuviel. He called her by her elvish name, and there she halted, listening. One moment stood she, and a spell his voice laid on her. Baron came, and doom fell on Tenuviel, that in his arms lay glistening. As Baron looked into her eyes within the shadows of her hair, the trembling starlight of the skies he saw there mirrored shimmering. Tenuviel, the elven fair, the immortal maiden, elven-wise, about him cast her shadowy hair and arms like silver glimmering. Long was the way that fate them bore, o'er stony mountains cold and gray, through halls of iron and darkling door, and woods of nightshade moralless. The sundering seas between them lay, and yet at last they met once more, and long ago they passed away in the forest singing sorrowless. This has been The Daily Poem. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes, to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. And on behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.